0: To escape the rat race with me, Lisa Staker, the rebellious coach. This podcast is all about empowering you to break free from the straitjacket of the nine to five to pursue a life of freedom, purpose, and fulfillment running your own business. Whether you're feeling stuck in your current career or have always dreamed of starting your own business but have been too scared to do so, this podcast is here to provide you with the resources and insights you need to take the leap and escape the rat race. So you want to leave corporate to start your own business, but how do you do it? In this episode, I'll be giving you a brief guide to making your escape. Each topic is significant enough to have its own episode, and I'll be covering them in more detail later. But for now, these are the main areas that you need to consider. Don't worry about taking notes. I've produced a guide that you can download called Guide to Planning Your Escape from Corporate. I'll give you details of how to get it at the end of the episode. So let's begin. I'm going to start with saying something that you wouldn't expect, and that is Is leaving corporate to start your own business the right thing for you? As I said in the first episode of this podcast, owning your own business can be the most rewarding experience of your life. Not only do you have the potential creative freedom to do something that's uniquely your own, but also you have the flexibility and freedom to make your own decisions and shape your own destiny. However, owning a business comes with its own challenges. Whatever your business idea is, is it something you want to do Every workday or every week. You may enjoy crafting, for example, but if you make a thousand of the same item, would that enjoyment go away? You also need to have many hats, from sales to marketing to customer services to accounting. You may face financial pressures, uncertainties. You may need to be disciplined and persistent to overcome these challenges and succeed. You don't need to be an accountant, but you do need to understand the importance of financial planning and budgeting. Many tools are available to help you organise your finances, plan your day and many people outsource some of the daily tasks. But you still need to be in the driving seat. You are the one who's going to lead it. So is owning your own business right for you? Assuming your conclusion is, which I hope it is because I I really do recommend it. The first thing you need to do is what is your business? If you know this already, then great. You might want to skip forward a couple of minutes. However, if you don't. Here's some, something little exercise for you to try and help work out what you want to do. Get a piece of paper. I'm a, I, I do like a bit of paper rather than kind of something electronic. Uh, I do think there's something about the, getting the pen on paper. It kind of gets a different part of your brain going when you're looking for ideas. And first of all, list on it what you love to do. What excites you? What are your values? These will probably turn into your mission when you do find your, the business that you want to run. Next, what are your strengths? Look at what you currently do, your profession. And what you're good at, both inside and outside of work. You may find you have skills outside of work, like you manage a football team or you organise group outings. Now, you don't do this in your day job, but they are skills that could be valuable in running your own business. Ask friends and family what they think. You might find their answers surprising. And if you're brave, actually ask them to kind of say to them, what are your top three strengths and what are your top three weaknesses or things you can improve on? You might get some surprising answers. I know when I did it, I got some that were really nice and it, they did kind of quite shock me, what they thought of me, but also some that were brutally honest. A bit hard to kind of take at the time, but in the end, they have helped mould what I do and how I do it. Now, have a think about what the world needs. Whether you're providing a service or product, you need to be able to think about what, what will help people, whether it's something that brings them dry or solves a problem. And then finally, you're not starting a business purely out the goodness of your own heart. Well, maybe you are. If you're a charity, you may be. But you will probably need to earn an income. So have a think what people will pay for. It's all very good to have the most brilliant ideas or most fantastic product. But if it's not something that people value or pay for, you're not going to have a business to run. Now, this should give you a picture of what you could offer in your business by combining kind of what you your values are, what you like doing, what you're good at doing with your strengths. And then what people need. There's a more in-depth exercise for you in my guide to planning your escape from corporate so do make sure you get that download. Next you need to look at your USP, your unique selling point. Your USP is something that sets you apart from your competitors and makes you unique and provides value to your target audience. Your USP is important to all businesses but for small businesses it will differentiate your business from other similar businesses. To determine USP, you want to consider what makes you different from others in your field, what unique skills and experience you have that add value, and what problems or challenges you can solve for your target audience that others can't. At the core of this is you. You may be selling a similar service or product to other businesses, but what makes your business different is you, your values, your experience, and your skills. Knowing what you stand for and what services you want to provide will help you refine your business model, target audience and how you sell your services or products. So now you have your business idea and USP. What next? Well, this is a critical step. Before you spend hours writing business plans and working out how you're going to leave your job and start your business, you need to be sure that your service or product is something that people will pay for. And this is when you need to do your research. Set aside a defined amount of time. I can't kind of, kind of say this too much. You need to have enough time to be able to kind of get into in-depth research, but not so much that you end up going down lots of rabbit holes and wasting your time and not actually taking any action. Because without action, your business is never going to get off the ground. Areas to look at include, is anyone else doing what you do? Don't see them as competition, but prove the concept as someone else is buying for them. Look at what they do, how they sell and what success they've had. Look at who you will be selling your service to, who is your target audience, what problem do you solve for them. Hang around places where your target audience goes, find out more about them, how they think, how your service or product could help them. This could be on social media, through Google searches, face-to-face meetings or events. And once you've got this information, test out your idea. You could ask friends or family when they buy from you or you could set up something like a, a small focus group to get their thoughts from your target audience. You could offer a small incentive, a sample of your service or product in return for their feedback. Do you have the right qualifications and training to do what you want to do? If not, you might want to look at getting these before you start your business so you can make sure that you kind of hit the ground running when you do start it up. And then are there any legal restrictions on doing what you want to do? investigate these and how you'll deal with them before you start the business just make sure you're compliant right from the beginning and have any extra costs of these in factors in and now for the bit that most people hate the business plan now the word business plan usually fills people with dread and brings up images of bankers in suits. It certainly kind of did with me when everyone was present and said business plan. From my background, uh, I used to be in finance. I used to think of very complex models. But actually, a business plan is really just putting your vision on paper or, or print. You know, it can be on the computer, wherever you want it to be. So what is a business plan? Well, it's a document that just describes your business. It includes important information about your business, its structure, what you plan to achieve and how you plan to achieve it. For most business plans, it will probably be about 10 12 pages long. But if you're looking to secure finance, you probably have to go into a little bit more detail and you'll probably look into 20 or 30 pages. Now, these business plans can cover an awful lot. But here is a quick summary of the type of things that you could include. First, you should have an executive summary, a standalone summary of what your business does. Next, an About or Introduction section. Now, this will be a full overview of your business, the services or products it supplies. Next, you should include your market research and marketing, the people who you expect to buy for your services or product, what you know about them, how you plan to reach them and what, who is your competition. Then, you should include your team and employees. Details of yourself plus anyone else you intend to employ include how you will pay you and your staff and details of any external advisors you will use. Next, operations. How will your business work? Where will it be located? How will you manufacture products if you have them? And then for the bit that most people don't like, a financial forecast. Sorry, but we do have to have numbers somewhere and I know it's not for everyone but it is really important that you do this you need to set out what your expected costs are for your business over three to five years include all those setup up costs everything that you kind of need to get your business running you then need to kind of do expected income and I know this is, can be hard because you don't know exactly how much you're going to sell but you do need to put something in So have a look at that, have a look at how you're going to price your products or service and put in as much information as you can. I give more details in the guide, so do download that for more information. So in summary, being rebellious and escaping from the straitjacket of corporate life is wonderful, fulfilling and liberating, but you do need to be prepared for a very different lifestyle. Preparation really is key. There is the practical side of knowing who you will sell your service or product to and how. And then there is the mindset of probably being your own boss for the first time. You don't need to do this alone. At The Rebellious Coach, I love to help people like you rebel against corporate and build thriving businesses. So if you're committed to putting the work in, I'd love to work alongside you. Book a call with me using the link in the show notes and together we can start planning your escape. So that's it for today. Don't forget to get your download the guide to planning your escape from corporate. You can find it at my website of www.therebelliouscoach.co.uk. The link is in the show notes. Next week I'll be revealing how to get your family and friends on board with your decision to quit. today's episode of Escape the Rat Race. I hope you found it helpful and inspiring and it has given you some ideas for how you can start taking action towards escaping the rat race to a life of freedom, purpose and fulfilment. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on your favourite platform. And if you have any questions, comments or feedback, feel free to reach out to me using the contact details in the notes to the podcast. I'm your host Lisa Staker, thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time on Escape the Rat Race.